Good. Everybody, this is Pete with All Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. we got another good show. Actually, uh, this is a longtime sponsor that hasn't been on for a while. There's been a lot of things, which uh, Keith Dashafi is going to talk about with me. He was on our show a couple of years ago, and then we had... Uh, his marketing, is it marketing manager, Molly Keith? Is that? She is. Yep. She's okay. one of our marketing managers, yes. Molly Wyatt. Well, it's good to have you on the show again, Keith. It's good to see you. So thanks a lot. Great to be uh, here. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of fun. I was talking about windows and doors and actually guys, I'm going to talk about, I, uh, I have loved Pella. You guys have heard my stories about, uh, Pella windows and doors and my dad and I used them back, you know, in the seventies. One of the the uh, stories I told, if you go to mynorthwest.com forward slash all matters, you'll hear the show where I talked about the custom wood window my father put in in our house down in Olympia, Washington, back in 1969. That house was sold a couple of years ago. Uh, it's a waterfront property, and that window was still in there, and it still looked fantastic. So that's why I have you guys on the show. You guys make great products. So thanks for being here. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get you their, uh, their phone number to call and, uh, the, the, uh, nice lady Pam will help you out. If you have windows and door needs, I'll also give you their website too. So grab a pencil and paper. Pell has been around since 1925, founded by Pete Kuiper. It's right off the 163 in Pella, Iowa. If you want to look that up, they got about what? 7,000 employees now. Uh, at least. Yeah. yeah. And not including yeah. our, all of our distributors nationally. We're, we're yeah. a big family. Yeah, you you guys have uh you guys have uh, continually grown. I since I haven't had you on for a couple of years, I kind of wanted to talk with you about uh I know, you know, Molly was on, but kind of what's been going on in your world uh from the last time I saw you in studio. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks again for having me back. Yeah. <laughs> um part of the reason I was a little behind the scenes is as I'm sure people know, uh the last 3 2 to 3 years have been quite the whirlwind, right? We had yeah. a few things uh Something called our, COVID. <laughs> something called COVID, and yeah. and you know all the the uh, the various economic iterations that have, we've seen in supply chain. Yeah. So we've just been you know heads down and focused on on growing our business. And you know in an exciting moment, I had the privilege of actually purchasing the distribution uh, for Western Washington. So I'm wow. now the, the local. We can now say locally owned. That's very very yeah. Because last time I talked to you, you were a general manager. And now when did, so Keith, when did you purchase the, the distributorship? Yeah. So I took over the distributorship in, uh, October of 2019. Okay. And then purchased it. Uh, we closed on March 14th of, uh, 2022. So it's, we're just okay. approaching the one year mark of, uh, being privately held. That's very, very cool. Well, I, I'm sure you're excited about that. Now you were telling me off air. So. Uh, just for people, because it's been a little while, you've been in the industry, what you said, about 25 years in the window and door industry? I think I've been like 25 and holding, but I keep getting okay. older. So it might even be a little <laughs> bit longer, but yeah. yeah. Well, you're holding up pretty day good. You look good. So, you know, you haven't changed a bit in the last couple of years since I saw you. So that's, I'll that's appreciate good. that. Yeah. You're, you're a good liar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so okay, and, but I, I have to ask you. So why did you why did you want to go from general manager to owning uh, the distributorship? What was the reason there? You know, I think there were there were two two reasons. Uh, you know, obviously, I've kind of been an entrepreneur my own uh, my whole life. Um, yeah. I've been a land developer, a builder, 
Uh, I've done work in finance. Uh, I've been a consultant. So I've always been somebody that uh, in, enjoys the rigors and experience of being an entrepreneur. And in this case, it was the ideal opportunity to marry, you know, 25 plus years of really specific experience and knowledge around this industry. Yeah. And most specifically, I want to address something that I see that is critical to my industry going forward, which is developing the next generation of of people that are going to come into this industry and become excited, but become excellent at it because it is quite frankly, through the building process, one of the most custom and complicated products uh, really that can touch the envelope of the home. Done correctly, they're beautiful, long lasting, and a, and a great way to bring the inside out yeah. or the outside in. <laughs> <laughs> But done incorrectly or with the speed bumps, you know, then it can also it can cause a great deal of issues. And so I want to I want to be here for the long haul to be a, a component in building that next generation and making sure that we have succession of great levels of experience to help our customers. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I have always said that it's uh, people, unfortunately, especially in public corporations. I don't know if this is the case. And that's part of the reason why I own my own company now, too, just like you. <laughs> But I always have said that people are your most important asset. They are. You You can have the greatest product in the world, like a Pella window or door. But if you don't have the people, you don't have the white glove service, it becomes a real bumpy road. And it actually drives your customers away. It, it really is true. So, it does. So tell me, you were, you were mentioning off air, too. I want to talk a little bit before we get into your ownership and things like that. Um What's the state of the nation? Because I, you know, with my own project, um, it was a little bit disappointing. I mean, it was—I mean, was, I, I knew it was going to happen, but it was a little disappointing in that when the salesperson said, "Hey, it's going to be uh, twelve weeks by the time from the order goes in till I get it," you know, here at the property, I was like, "Wow, does it take that long?" And he goes, "Yeah, Cardinal Glass is a supplier of a lot of window makers, and we're having trouble getting the glass and things like that." So, what, like? In your world up in Western Washington, where what's it going? What's going on with that? Well, I mean, if we want to look in the review, the rearview mirror, you know, um, and for like yourself, uh, myself, you know, 20, 25 plus years in the industry, yeah. we've seen multiple iterations of you know economics of housing cycles of yeah. of you name it, right? We've seen it, and I think back to the the boom prior to two thousand and eight, and then you know the great recession and then, you know, coming out of that. And one of the terms that, you know, as we, as we look forward, it's, it's, I don't even talk about cycles anymore. I talk about an iteration. What's this year's iteration of, of our, our new economy, of our new yeah. market. The set of challenges um, you got to deal with. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to, they're changing a little bit faster than they have in, in, in yeah. prior cycles. And so, you know, to summarize it, if I look back the last three years, you know, there's there's really three key words that that are sitting top of mind for us at all times, and that's been you know obviously supply chain um, unprecedented, and again not just impacting windows, but think about you know cars that were sitting in ports waiting for chips or yeah you know I mean I, we could probably sit here for thirty minutes, but supply chain I use the analogy of the old game if you have kids or you remember being a kid at Chuck E Cheese called Whack a Mole where you take yeah. The, yeah. the little bonker tool and you knock down whatever's popping up next. And that that's the way I kind of describe what we've seen, whether it's glass, whether it's wood, whether with it's a small plastic component that's critical to finish up a product. It has not been consistent. And it's also, you know, as a just-in-time 
manufactured product, it's something that, you know, visibility to what's coming next, it's kind of always something that you're having to react to quickly. Then I look at our, our labor force and, you know, it has never been more competitive uh, to, to hire and retain talent with our organization. Yeah. And frankly, nothing's been more affected globally than the manufacturing economy and community. Um, they've seen some of the highest turnover rates in, in history. And so when you think about skilled trades and you think about building skill and, and translating that into products, um, coming up with innovative ways, not just to retain those team members, but then how do we look at our processes and say, we've got to, we've got to take the error factor out of it more and more by innovating how we build our products. Right. Yeah. And so I think that's been a really a great outcome of what's gone on. And then obviously inflation, which has, it's affected our businesses. Um, most importantly, it's affected our families, you know, with the grocery bill at the store and our gas bills. And, you know, how are we, how are we combating that while still, you know, moving forward? Does that make yeah. sense? No, it makes, it makes a ton of sense. You know, one thing I want to ask you before we, you know, because this is important is, because we're going back to the people thing and you're talking about, you know, the transition and it, you're right. It's not just in manufacturing, it's in the trades. And I, I think a lot of that, you know, was caused by the great recession we had, which lasted so many years. And then everything, there was such a huge demand for everything across the board. And so are you seeing the, the tenure issue because people are jumping ship and going from company to company or wh- what's your viewpoint on that? Well, you know, I sit in a great spot uh, and I'm really proud to say uh, in two years and we have, you know, we have quite a few employees. Yeah. We've had basically zero turnover. Wow. That's um, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and and frankly, I talk to people about attracting talent and I've had a lineup kind of throughout this entire process of people, frankly, people from outside the industry saying, hey, what's going on at, you know, Pella Western Washington and wanting to come on board. And so, you know, we've actually stepped back. And right now, because it feels like for a moment, we're catching some air, we're trying to document that and go, what specifically is is most critical in our culture that's driving you? Because we want to keep building on that, right? Yeah. What's the mojo there? Yep. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, I think a big part of it, Keith, you know, from general manager now to principal and owner is, is the leadership. So, I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit first, because I mean, really all of that starts with you and it all ends with you. So how do you like in a company now that you own this, how do you view the leadership? Um, <laughs> first, you know, it, it's really interesting. And, and like I said, it's not my first run as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, my driver is, is job creation. I think that creating a place where people can come, they can learn, they can grow, uh, they earn good compensation to where they can have stability and consistency in their life. It delivers generational impact, right, yeah. on a family. Yeah. And while that might sound kind of high level, that really honestly is is every day. And that being said, that means that my truest inner joys come from my team members. So every day I walk in, yeah, I'm telling you, my culture starts with the first hello in the morning to Pam and to my operations manager and setting the tone for our days and making sure that we're going to care for our team members. Yeah, that's really, really cool. We come back. We're going to continue our discussion with Keith Dashafee. He's the principal and owner over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Western Washington. You can check him out at PellaPNW.com or give Pam a call at 425 455 
With Anna Pete, this is On Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. I'm having a great discussion with Keith Dashapi. He is the now the principal and owner of Pelham Windows and Doors of Western Washington. Now, I guess before we start, because it's of Western Washington, so what does that mean for the listeners out there? How big is your territory? Where Where does it go? That's a great question, Pete. <clears throat> and so um, our distribution is, like we say in the name, focused on Western Washington. And really, that's defined from, you know, if we want to start at the line to the east, Cleelum West. And okay. then from the Canadian border, we go all the way down to just south of Chehalis. And so wow. really encompassing, you know, the majority of, of all of Western Washington. So that covers all of the big cities and towns and everything, all the different counties there. That's a lot. Do you have, I mean, I know you have a centralized office in Bothell and your show. Mm-hmm. And do you still have your showroom there where people can come take a look at product? We do. And we're excited about a an expansion plan over the next several years that will dramatically increase our footprint for experience centers uh, so that we can connect more homeowners with, you know, full product experience uh, in Washington. Okay. And so what, what an experience center that caught my ear. What is that? What is an experience center? Great question. So, you know, you're buying windows and, you know, they're an important piece of your home and the, the ability to truly touch, feel, see, and visualize is really important for us to, to show you what you're entering when you join the Pella family with our products. And so it's really coming in and not just seeing and touching the product, but having an, an ambassador that is going to, whether you're a contractor, a homeowner, an architect, make sure that we connect you with anything that you could need to ensure we bring your vision to life. Okay. So people can actually, and I talked to Molly about this before. So you have, you're expanding your showroom. So with actual product and there's some people who can kind of touch it and feel it. And then any of the new technologies and innovations, I'm assuming you have that, you'll have that in the experience center. They can kind of take a look at Absolutely. And there's so much innovation coming from Pella these days. We need yeah. bigger showrooms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, with your expansion, is that going to stay where you're at in Bothell or is that going to move somewhere else? We'll actually be adding on. So okay. we'll continue to grow in Bothell, but we are actively uh, seeking to launch down in South Sound. So Pierce oh, County. Great. So people uh, don't have to drive so far then. Okay. Absolutely. And yeah. then, you know, there's so much growth happening out on the, the peninsula as well. And so, yeah. you know, we're looking at markets to the West as well. Um, That's so, on yeah. the Kitsap Peninsula is what you're talking about. Yep. That's good. Okay. So Gig Harbor, all those areas, right? Absolutely. Those are, good. those are great markets for sure. So, okay, well, that's good to know. But for right now, now you guys, uh, I'm trying to remember, what's the address there in Bothell where you guys are located? 11818 North Creek Parkway North, Suite 105 Okay, so North Creek Park. Okay, and I'm assuming if they go up to PellaPNW.com, you got your address up there and they can put it in their phone. Absolutely. We're right off the 405 and 195th. Yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah. That's a that's a nice uh, that's a nice centralized area for you know for King, Snohomish, Pierce County, that kind of thing. So, yep. but it's nice you're putting something down south. You yep. know, I came from I come from Olympia, and it it'd be nice to have something down around in that area where people can go in that southern Puget Sound area. And in the interim, you know, we have reps stocked in all of these areas that have okay. full samples and you know referrals, so we can get customers hands on with product. But ultimately, we just want to get that under a roof yeah. that 
has our name on it. But it's it, nice you know? to have a showroom to go in to touch and feel everything. You know, it's um, you're, you're right. I mean, windows and doors is one of those things where you really want to see it with your own eyes, right? Because, you, yep. you know, it's okay on the web. It's nice on a website, but it's not the same as if you can go in there and touch and feel it. You know, that's a that's a big deal. Yep. I agree totally. All right. Um, I do want to go back a little bit. Um, you talked about, uh, we talked about leadership. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little before we get into the sales call, um, just kind of how, how do you, in your company, since you have like no turnover, which is amazing considering what a lot of companies have gone through, how, how do you like, how do you define work culture at, at Pella? Cause it kind of sets the the stage for that white glove service. You know, and quite frankly, I'm even trying to get more crisp on, on articulating what we have because people come and visit even from other Pella branches and they're like, what's going on here? You know? And, you know, to me, it starts with making sure people have really clear definition of, of where we're going as a business and what their role is in that and have them in the right seat on the bus. You know, we do a lot of work to make sure that our team members, you know, don't just come in and fill a role and their job is to serve the company. Our job is to, to serve them with a place to, to, use their best experience and skill sets. And so we spend a lot of time on that. And then I think the second component is really balancing that with life. I think, especially as COVID has challenged that, we've had to innovate how we work, Um, you know, with with semi-remote cultures or remote cultures in some cases, we've learned to adapt uh, in ways that are are really innovating how we can connect your your family and the experiences you want outside of work. Does that make sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. The only challenge I, I look at, you know, and I, I have kind of a group of employees all over the world. So sometimes it's a little impossible. You're more in a region, but do you, how do you, I mean, since the say, for instance, the satellite salespeople, do they come up? Do you guys have normal get togethers to foster work culture or what do you do there, Keith? You know, actually, yes. Now that we've kind of come full circle um, with, you know, coming through the pandemic, once a month, I want everybody to have a chance to come through the showroom, to be able to interact with leadership, to do training, to do development. So we do have a mid-month meeting. For me, the day runs from about 5.30 in the morning. We got to get our service techs on the road until about six or seven at night. Yeah. yeah. Because we're we're adapting to all sorts of schedules. But that, while it's my longest day, it's my favorite day because at some level, we're keeping them connected with some of the just the day-to-day stuff we have coming at us, but it's keeping us organized and keeping us pointed. Okay. No, it makes a lot of sense. I used to do that uh, with my construction company up there. We met once a month at Buzz In. We took over a whole restaurant. There's about 50 employees. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's important to do that, to have that, even though, you know, we have all this technology with video conferencing and everything. Have, if you're going to develop a work culture, it's got to be done eyeball to eyeball, I believe still. It's, uh, it's very, very important. All right. Um, so we got a couple more minutes left in this segment. I want to jump in now and thank you for, for your, your inputs on that. Cause it, it truly is, it sets the stage for everything. If you're going to, you know, have a, if a people person business that has great service, you really have to have a good leader and have good work culture. And you have to kind of live in and breathe it because, you know, it's just like a parent, your employees are always watching. They're always watching. Just you're congruent with what you say. <laughs> yep. That's very, very true. All right. So, guys, I want to talk through because I just went through this process with Pella. Uh, and, you know, it, it started, um, obviously, it's in a different region, but it started with a sales call. I love Pella. That's why they're my sponsor. That's why we used it. We bought uh, windows uh, and two doors and really cool doors. You had the uh, the blinds inside the glass, really good technology. 
Uh, it was for a two bedroom and a bath addition over the garage. So, um, can you speak to, you know, the first person that showed up at my house was a salesperson. So I guess when they call Pam, uh, is that the first thing they're going to schedule a sales call, Keith, and then they go out to that person's home if they don't well, go to the showroom or? Absolutely. So there's, you know, there's multiple ways to get to us. You know, you okay. can hop on the website and yeah. there's where you can fill out forms online and then we'll reach out to you. You can call our showroom as well and we're going to get you connected. And and a little bit, I like to call it the sorting hat because really there's three different divisions. We've got okay. a, a trade division which is focused on you know new construction or what we would call heavy remodel, where you know there's lots going on just beyond a, a window replacement. You've got a retail division or a, an in-home division that's really like I need just my window replaced. I need a full end-to-end. I don't have any other contractors at play. Come in, make this look easy. And then yeah. I've got a commercial division. So if you're in Seattle and you you know the Fairmont Olympic Hotel. We specialize in doing very um, high-end, historic uh, commercial remodels as well as multifamily. So when you call in, we're first going to ask a lot of questions to make sure we get you connected with the right experience. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's. I guess we and and that. I thank you for doing that. And by the way, too. Now, I went and looked at just Pella.com in addition to your website. But one thing I love about Pella is they've got like a, a a Windows Education Center and a Doors 101. Is that connected through your website as well, where the people can go on there and look? It sure is. Yes, we are a, a facet to make sure you can get connected to the local team, but okay. also a portal to all of the resources that Pella you know has for us nationally. Okay, good. So we come back. We're going to go down the the sales call here. I have a, several questions I want to get to before we go to estimator and then factory and then install and things like that. So that Keith can really explain to you guys how this works uh, with Pella Windows and Doors of Western Washington. If you want that education, go over to PellaPNW.com. It's really, really good. It's on doors and windows. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters. Our Radio 97, 3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We're having a great discussion here with Keith Dashafee. They've been on uh, as a sponsor. Gosh, you got, I think it's been at least six, seven years. It's been a while. I know you guys have been on the show in different facets. And then, you know, I remember when you and Mark came and uh, sat with me in the studio and before COVID and we did our thing and, if you ever want to listen to a really great show, it's back up there on MyNorthwest.com forward slash Home Matters. You can look it up. Uh, it's when uh, Keith sings Millie Vanilli. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you got me. back in the day. Yeah, I know that was a good one. I, I, that one, I always think of fondly. Every time I think of you, Keith, I always think of that with the Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. It's pretty funny. But anyway, um, I'll, let's keep our discussion going here. So there's... I wanted to, so now we're in the sales call and you had brought up, you know, you have the three uh, divisions or buckets, so to speak, where you got commercial, feel like a hotel, you got new construction, and then you got the the existing home, the retrofit. But before we go into the retrofit, because that's what I want to focus on today. So my situation was new construction. So when someone calls that uh, 425-455-5550 and they ask for Pam and they say, hey, I've got an I got a uh, an addition on my home, or I've got a new home that fits over in more of the new construction bucket. Is that correct? Correct. We call it new construction or remodel. It's really where you'd have a general contractor involved, right? In the Which project, I did in yeah. the project. 
Yeah. So how, so when they do that, then do you have a specific sales person or sales team that deals with those or how do you work that? Correct. We have a dedicated team that is trained to work in, in basically that environment. Uh, okay. And they can bring in architects, they can bring in the GC, they can bring in the homeowner and get everybody, you know, singing together and create a fluid, uh, fluid project experience. Okay. And does the salesperson then initially interact with the homeowner, the general contractor and architect if needed? Is that how that it works? Com- it completely depends. Sometimes okay. we have, it starts with the architect. Sometimes it starts with the homeowner. And uh, either way, we're always going to try to make sure we get all of the decision makers or designers involved. So we have all the information in front of us, right? Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, but for today, we'll get into that in a future show with Keith and we'll talk all about that because I know a lot of you guys are either doing, you know, additions, remodels, or even building new homes. And that'll be a whole discussion we'll have with them in a future show. But for today, we're going to, we're going to talk more about the, so I have a, I have a home. I've looked around. It's like, you know, I probably need some new windows and doors. It doesn't necessarily mean things are failed. You may be in a really high uh, sound zone near a freeway. You just say, hey, um, I want to have better technology and sound deadening and Pelican certainly provide that. They have, in fact, that was another show we did in the past, all about the science of sound and how to, how windows and doors uh, and the technology Pella has can really work with that. So, okay. So, in the case of a, of a retrofit, let's say I want to uh, replace my windows and I got a new front to entry door. So the salesperson, they, they're going to call, maybe they come into your show or maybe not, but the salesperson comes out to their home. So how, how does that whole process start? Because when they sat down with me, it was like, okay, well, what do you want? To, what do you want? And then it was like, there's a line of windows, there's a line of doors, there's, you know, all colors, there's, you know, am I going to do wood, vinyl, or fiberglass? So how does that that whole conversation start? You know, and that's a, I, I love starting here, because first of all, what I love about us is we have consultants. <laughs> and the reason I want to differentiate consultant from salesperson is because what we're seeing more and more, windows are complicated. Most of you may be mm-hmm. replacing windows once in your life. You don't know what a window is going to cost. You don't even know the difference in those three materials or what materials exist. Exactly. Right? That's why I'm asking this. It's like, how do you <laughs> yep. even start as a customer? Yeah. And what we're seeing a lot of is, you know, you're going to see a lot of 1-800 numbers and promotions and, and ways to get an estimate on windows. And more and more commonly, there's a selling process or a salesperson that comes in with one window And they basically define that that is the only window that can work in your house. And they only sell this one window because that's the best window out there. Well, they do that because that's the fastest way to get somebody off the streets and get them in your home selling you windows. Right. We don't believe in that. We're building people that we want in this industry for a long time. We're building experience. And one window isn't right for your home. We have multiple materials. We have this is the time to look at changing configurations and consider so many facets that, you know, like I said, I've been in this for 25 years and I still learn something new every day. Ours is going to start with a really consultative listening process to truly define what is your problem? What is your vision for the end of this project? And which one of our, our multiple product lines is suited for you? And that's, that's yeah. more our experience. Okay. Do you get, so one thing I've always been curious about, because, you know, you've been doing this for so long. When you have people say you're coming in on a retrofit and people are customers are in there, do you get a lot of, hey, you know, we want to change out these windows, but we really want to reframe this area and get a bigger window and open up the light into the house? Do you, do you get a lot of that where there's a slight remodel going on? 
Absolutely. It, yes. I mean, it's all over the board. Um, okay. You know, really common is cutting down a window and turning it into a door. Okay. Um, to create access to a patio, that's probably the most common. Um, okay. With the new door configurations, we can do big multi-panel doors now. We see a lot more trend in wanting to investigate those options. Got it. Okay. So if I, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, as I was looking at your site, you know, I did the casement windows and the uh, the wood clad with the metal outside and the doors because I partly is because I you know it's one of the things I have another second story and I wanted to, to match, right? So there's symmetry between the left side and the right side of the house. Then I'm sure you get a lot of that. But if somebody's coming in, I mean, look, you know, it's like you said, if you want to just go cheap and not uh, have the windows last very long, go to a big box store and slap those windows in. But that's not Bella, right? And that's really not our listeners. They're looking to make an investment and have those windows last. It's a one-time thing and and have good quality. So, but when they do that, um, it's, it seems like you got the wood type windows, which is, you know, what I went with. You have the vinyl and you have the fiberglass. How, starting there, how do people choose a material? How does a consultant say, Hey, I think you should maybe go this direction? You, again, instead of selling, you're, you're a listening consultant. You ask okay. a lot of questions, um, and different things are going to come into it. You know, um, obviously t- you know, budget and look. And, you know, there are, there's a list and we have, you know, we have basically drawn up a, a sheet that allows us to make sure we're asking all those right questions okay. to make that recommendation. Got it. So you have kind of a, a process sheet the consultant goes through and through these, these questions on that sheet, they're kind of gathering information as to what might be the best suggestion for that customer then. Yep. Okay. Cause I know there's lots of, I mean, then you got single hung, duggle hung, you got casement windows, you got hardware, you got all these different, and it can be a, it can be just an overwhelming thing for a customer. So, yep. but at the same time, the consultant has to listen, but they got to kind of guide them down to a solution. Otherwise you're going to sit there at the end of the meeting going, well, I don't know what to get, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. A hundred percent. And really that's what we're doing is, you know, when you move into that phase, we're, we're going to go in and really help you through that final hurdle. And, you know, when we make, by the time we're making those recommendations, our, what we hear from our customers resoundingly is the presentation that they're receiving from our rep is extremely informative, uh, especially if they've had multiple experiences, they're really coming back and saying, okay, this is it. So when we're making that recommendation, they go, we're in, this is why we're going with Pella. That's our customer. Got it. Okay. And that makes a lot of sense uh, across the board. I used to always, you know, from a construction standpoint, because we did a lot of remodeling, I would always ask, like, well, have you talked to other contractors? I wanted them to, because then you can sit down and you can compare and contrast and say, well, you know, here's an approach we take. Here's our product. Here's our service. And it really opens up the customer's eyes. That education is everything on that. Yep. So makes a lot of sense. Um, then I guess from a, a color now, you know, we had a brown we were matching here, but how do you, there's uh, colors, how do people get into that? I mean, you could do the standard white window, but I'm sure a lot of people, you know, deviate off of that. So how do you decide like, what's a good color? You know, that's a great question. And honestly, especially on the replacement side, it depends on how much you're replacing. Um, Frankly, a, a lot, I would say most of our customers are phasing. If they're just, you know, a lot of homes, they need to get through all the window replacement and they want to start with the ones that are most urgent, whether it's okay. a high exposure, they're getting wind through it. And frankly, with what we've seen in building materials the last couple of years, it used to be like 10 years into ownership, they'd start to think about replacement. 
We're seeing it at two and three years now that we're getting calls from customers that want us to come in. Because they're failing? The the windows are, yeah. Materials like the mattress industry. (laughs) Everything fails sooner. It is. It's we're we're seeing it, and you know the the frames and the structures, especially on the the build yeah. the entry level vinyl products, are are showing their age as faster than we've ever seen. And so, you know, in that case, if you have two or three that are really bad, we're likely going to say, look, if you're going to phase the whole house in a year, we can talk about changing color, dimension, operation. Okay. Our most common customer kind of wants to keep that look and then okay. have something they can do over the years. Okay, so then they kind of take it in phases for the number of windows that they can afford at this time, and then they do another phase at another time, which that makes sense. Yeah, it's a lot. That's that's a good idea. Well, that's good. And actually, I, I'm gonna I have some windows, some existing windows. Uh, now this house was built in 2003, so what is that? In 20 years old. So we we have some. It's builder's grade, and you know they failed. So now we're gonna have to go through. It's not just a new construction. Now we're gonna have to go through and replace. And I'm gonna call Pella for that. You know, as well, because I, I agree with you a hundred percent, Keith. It's like, I don't have a problem, uh, spending a little more. I am not definitely going to go do big box store. I want to do a window that's good quality that I don't have yep. to change again, at least in my lifetime, you know? So yep. I think that's good. Okay. Um, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion. Uh, I have one or two more questions on the sales call. And then my understanding, at least from what I had happened with my, uh, work with Pella was an estimator come in. We're going to talk about Keith, uh, talk with Keith about that. Like, what's the role of the estimator is different from the consultant, um, that comes in. And then we'll get into some of the factory build and then some of the installation as well. If you want to check this show out, it will be on uh, mynorthwest.com forward slash home matters. Keith and I'll be on there. You can listen to it in perpetuity. Um, as well as, you know, catching it on the weekend here. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. Having a great discussion here with Keith Dashafi. He is now the principal and owner of Pella Windows and Doors of entire Western Washington. So if you're from the Canadian border on down through Chehalis, uh, from Cleallum over to the, the uh, Kitsap Peninsula, they can take care of all of your window and door needs, whether, you know, today we're talking about retrofits. So if you have an existing house and you want to change out some windows over time or get some new doors, they can certainly help you with that. If you're doing a new construction too, uh, they can also handle that for you. And if you have a commercial business and you need some windows and doors replaced or you're building a new facility, um, they can handle that as well. You want to go to Pella, P-N-W, it's PeterNancyWilliam.com, or give Pam, big shout out to Pam out there at the showroom office. She is the, she's your ambassador, right? Is that what you called her? Yes, we call brand ambassador. Brand ambassador. That's great. Well, Pam, uh, big shout out to you. Uh, give Pam a call, guys. Tell her uh, that Pete sent you over there. It's 425 455 Five 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 zero four two five four five 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 zero. Especially guys, now that the weather's are getting a little bit better, uh, and you're out and about. If you're out, you know, whether you're inside or outside, and you're looking at your windows and doors and going, you know, it's probably time for me to replace these. Like what Keith is saying, there's, you know, they're failing at a faster rate. Unfortunately, builder grade windows aren't what they used to be. Um, so <clears throat> you can do partials, like Keith said. You don't have to do the whole thing. If you want to do the whole thing, they'll be more than happy to help you with that too as well. 
Um, Keith, one, one thing I wanted to ask you before we, we kind of move off the consultant call is, and just to make sure everybody understands this. So do you guys do any like stock windows or doors or is everything custom? Everything is made to order. <clears throat> okay. And um, why is that? What, why do you guys do a completely custom approach? Because honestly, uh, whether it's a new construction home or it's a replacement, I mean, we've got homes in this country that date back, you know, 300 plus years, yeah. uh, multiple decades, generations, different materials, iterations. There's no such thing as a standard window, even in new construction, right? And so uh, the most efficient way for us to build the highest quality products is to really, you know, we've created a great way to build, even at, even at the entry level products, our windows are built on demand for that customer and for that opening. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense because I guess, you know, especially if you're looking at older homes or existing homes, everything is not exactly as what maybe they said they were going to measure it into. So you have to, you have to build that to fit in that existing window space or existing door space. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Um, Now I want to go over to, so you have your consultant at the front end. That's why I met. And then, um, we, I had a, a guy that had been with Pella for probably 17 years. Uh, he came out, he was an estimator. So how, how are the estimators different from the consultant in your organization? And what does an estimator do? Absolutely. Well, think of that consultant as coming in and really getting the foundations of the, vi- the vision of what we need to do in the product and really the product attributes, the, okay. the color, the way the product operates, you know, all of, of those things put together, and they're going to use basic measurements to do that. Once we get through that phase, you know, honestly, between that and getting it installed, uh, you know, drive around Seattle and something unique about our market is you can literally go from one cul-de-sac to the next and you can have six houses that were built five years ago. And then down the road, you have houses from the 1960s. And then yeah. you go a neighborhood over and they were built in the early 1900s. And so um, this is a, this is a, uh, if you wanted to call it a sport, it's a sport of tenure. And so what we do is we want to, you know, I could, I have a goal to add up the hundreds of years of experience we have, but when it comes to that install process, we want somebody who has seen tens of thousands of openings through install and all the variations that you can run into that does nothing in specialize. And how do I take that window, install it and make sure that it's not only beautiful, but it is completely waterproof and and manages water. I shouldn't use the term proof, but it manages water as it needs to and really re-enters the envelope correctly. That in itself is its own PhD. And, you know, the skill sets aren't completely mutually exclusive, but we we don't want to overload and try to have everybody doing one thing. We want specialists. Okay. So hence why you have the estimators. And now my estimator came in. So the consultant does the initial estimate. Uh, based on kind of what the customer says, here's, you know, the choices we're going to make, right? So I was presented with the estimate, like, here's what it is. Then the estimator comes in and it, it looked to me like there he was validating everything, all of the exact measurements. Is that kind of how you view an estimator in your in your company? I think it's two things. Yeah. Number one, I think it's determining the final size and installation needs. What needs to happen with the trim? What needs to happen with sills? What needs to happen with existing window coverings, that level of the nuance. And then it's another double check. Hey, I just want to go back through. These are all the things that you discussed with your sales rep. It's a chance for us to just reconfirm with our homeowner. This is exactly what you want because you're spending a lot of money to do this. This is an investment. We want it to be 
Perfect. He validated everything on the estimate. He said, okay, is this the way you want it? Do you want this kind of a casement opening? Yep. How do you want the window to open? What kind of hardware do you want? So your estimators do identical things, correct? They're just validating everything that was on the initial estimate. Yep. And and one more piece I want to add. So now we've had two people involved in our project. Well, we want right. to we want to join all of that with a coordinator. So as that then all comes together and we're getting the product ordered, we're scheduling installation and whatnot. We're going to bring all of that back to a centralized coordinator that is that is in-house and uh, part of the Pella team that is now going to be like a concierge. Imagine you check into the hotel, you have the person that checks you in, you have the engineer that helps with any issues you might have in your room or does right. helps on the, you know, the housekeeping side. But then you have that concierge that's kind of tying the experience of that hotel together. That's really important. Now, does that coordinator work directly also with the, in this case, it would be with the customer? Is, did they communicate yes. with them? Okay. They become the hub of connection for that okay. customer. Which is great. I didn't have one of those. I yep. wish I would have. But so you have these coordinators in your company there in, yes. uh, in Western Washington. Okay. And now the other thing I want to ask is that was one of the things there was a little bit of a communication mix up on my project is does the estimator obviously will know, okay, what do we got here? Do we have a two-story house, a three-story house? What do we need for the installers? Yep. Is that, does the estimator communicate the job site details back to your coordinator or how do you work that? Yes. In fact, we use a program called Company Camp. And so with okay. our estimators going out, we have a network system where we take pictures of every single scenario, including the job site um scenarios, whether that's going to be yeah. scaffolding or they need pump jacks, or we have trees that are going to encounter the window, there's yeah. trim, there's window coverings in the way. It takes out all the guesswork so that collectively, anybody who's touching the project can see exactly what's going on. Okay. That is, that's exactly what I needed. <laughs> that, that's really great. You have that because that's a big deal. And you know that's where it can cause consternation at the end of the project if that isn't all considered and taken care of. So I, uh, I'm totally with that. So then so the coordinator then now, then they get the final estimate, which I got. We signed the contract, said, okay, we're going to go do this. And then mm -hmm. that, does the coordinator send that, those instructions, that estimate into the factory or how does that work in your company? So exactly. And well, in fact, that coordinator is going to be overseeing everything. We have somebody that is specifically in charge of just purchasing product from the factory okay. because that in itself is a high level of detail. We want right. them specialized. So that coordinator is now the hub of that. That coordinator okay. is scheduling, okay, this is the install crew that we're going to have come out and this is the date and here's when the product's coming in and here's when I need to have it installed. They're notifying our installation manager of when to expect completion because we have a, a certificate of completion, which is where we're going through and doing a full walk. And that certificate of completion, you, is that, do you mean from the factory they're shipping it or what does certificate of completion mean to you? No, that's for us locally. Okay. Going okay. through your project, and let me tell you, if you do 30 windows, it's not all going to happen in one day. And right. and the likelihood of needing to come back to finish, uh, uh, whether it's a small piece of trim or, you know, any of those variables, we will not sign off on a certificate of completion until that is all done. And that is us going through with you and saying, this is completely executed to your expectations with Pella. Okay. And so that's the most important key because we do not want to walk away without our customer saying all the little details are done and just the way I want it. Right. And does that, uh, I want to ask this one like question because we're running out of time. Is that handled with your project coordinator? They handle all that with the customer or who handles that? They are the final. So the project coordinator, again, coordinates between sales now, purchasing, my installation manager, 
and they're going to make sure they receive that when we do the final collection for payment on the project. Okay. Wow. That's amazing, Keith. You know what? I love your process. I can tell you're going to do very, very well in this business for a long time to come. Thanks for coming on the show again. I really appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks, Pete, so much. Okay. Check them out. Pella Windows and Doors of Western Washington. Give Pam a call at 425-455-5550. If you have any windows or doors needs, they can handle that. Or check them out also at PellaPNW.com. If you want to go see their showroom in Bothell. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. <laughs>